Well, it's business time on the Country Sport Breakfast, catching up with Phil O'Reilly, Managing Director of Iron Duke Partners. Gee, there's a lot to get through here, uh, Phil. I'm not sure where we start. <laughs> it's a tough time, isn't it? There's all sorts of stuff going on in the business world and... And of course, uh, just in local communities everywhere, lots to lots to be thinking about. That's right. Yeah, that's well. Let's start with the economic losses in Hawkes Bay, a place that's close to your heart. Uh, it's now becoming a little clearer there. How does what we're seeing now compare with, say, the Christchurch earthquake, which actually happened on this day back in two thousand and eleven? Well, extraordinary. I wasn't aware of that. That's an, mm. that's an extraordinary coincidence, isn't it? That these things happen like that. Um, uh, well, actually, interestingly, what what we're finding out of Christchurch is that. Although that was a bigger event, of course, than what's happened in Hawke's Bay and Northland and so on, uh, when you look at the productive capacity of Christchurch at that time in Canterbury, actually take aside tourism and hospitality and the central central CBD of Christchurch, actually a lot of the productive capacity of Christchurch and Canterbury was pretty much undamaged. And a lot of the factories and the freezing works and so on were up and running pretty quickly. And that, the, the difference with Hawke's Bay is, of course, it's the productive capacity that's been destroyed. So... You know, it could well be that Napier and, and Gisborne and so on will get up and running, you know, reasonably quickly. And let's hope they do. Some tragic events there. But, you know, it's actually the productive capacity of that that part of the world that's now been destroyed. Those orchards and uh, vineyards and so on and, and the soil and the land and so on. So actually the, the economic impact of this is like to be larger, you know, you know, in terms of the size of the, the disaster mm. than it was in Christchurch and, and longer to resolve because you can't grow a fruit tree overnight, you know. So there's an awful lot of economic damage here over and above, of course, the, the human tragedy compared to compared even to, to Christchurch, which was bigger, but uh, not, not quite the same in terms of uh, destruction of economic capacity. So long road ahead for those people affected by that and for New Zealand, of course, uh, because we'll all be impacted by some of that. Yeah, I mean, very, very uh, good growing land there. Um, all right, let's uh, touch on the Reserve Bank. Today they're announcing uh, what they're doing with the official uh, cash rate coming up in a few hours. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, they'll announce at 2 o'clock today. Um, I think they'll go half a percent. Um, there's been some truly silly stuff being said by, for example, the Kiwi Bank economist saying, oh, the Reserve Bank shouldn't lift interest rates right now, you know, as a, as a measure of solidarity to those communities impacted by the by the cyclone. That's just a silly thing to say, and uh, and they they should know that. I mean, it, it's the, the problem is if the Reserve Bank does that every time there's a disaster, then, then really monetary policy is determined by that. And we know what happened during... COVID time when the Reserve Bank lowered cash rates in an, in an effort to try and keep the economy going. And now we're all paying for that through uh, high inflation. So the Reserve Bank, I hope, will have learnt the lesson from that and will stay the course, even though I know that's not good news, of course, for those who might have uh, damaged houses and, and businesses that they can't run and their interest rates going up. Mm. But inflation is by far the worst enemy for all of us in the long run. And uh, you know, the RB just needs to get on with that, regrettably, even though it's going to cause us a bit more pain. And add to that, of course, that the events of the cyclone, not just in Hawke's Bay, but also in Auckland and elsewhere, are going to be themselves inflationary. The price of fruit and vegetables is going to go up. The price of buildings is going to go up. The price of insurance is going to go up. So all of those things are inflationary, and the Reserve Bank needs to have a mind about that as well. So I think they'll go half a percent today, despite um, despite some calling for them not to do so. All right, 2 o'clock this afternoon. And our third, uh, our third item uh, earlier this week, the share market suffered its biggest single-day fall since June. What, what's driving that? Yeah, really interesting what's going on here. This is the reporting season, of course, uh, and you get a lot of companies coming out with their annual reports and their results and stuff like that, and so you really see some quite interesting stock market moves around here. And what you're seeing is a very jittery stock market at the moment, based uh, now, of course, impacted also by, by the events in Hawke's Bay. You see Scales Corporation 
they're exposed to the Hawks Bay saying they can't give forward, forward guidance in terms of their earnings. Well, fair enough, they don't know what they've got. But a lot of companies are being punished for slightly less than stellar performance. And you're seeing themes around maybe a little bit of mismanagement in some of those companies being punished, but also even companies that are you know, you know, generally recognised as being very well managed, you're seeing uh, sales increase, but also costs increase. And that's that impact of, of internal inflation, their labour costs and their material costs and so on are all increasing. So you're seeing a jittery stock market, uh, you know, only only the best performance being rewarded, and even then, not by very much. So, you know, it just, just shows you that the economy is in a shaky time right now if you're seeing companies get, get, get uh, punished for anything less than absolutely stellar performance. So we may see a bit more of that in the stock market over the next few weeks. We're known as the shaky aisles. It's understandable. <laughs> Phil, have a great week, and we'll talk next week. Thanks, Brian. Cheers, mate. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.